In chapter 18, we asked four questions about the dormant love, the avamasuteris, the hidden love. We asked the question which we already answered, and that is, what's the root of this love? And in chapter 18, we answered, the root of this love is chachma. Then we asked, why is it our inheritance? And we said it's because it comes from the patriarchs. But we still have two questions. What's its defining property? And why does it come with it an inherent awe of Hashem as well? If it's an inherited love, ahava, why does it come with yira as well? So he says to explain this further, let's look at a verse from Mishlei, from Proverbs. Ner Hashem nishmat hadam, that the soul of Adam is Hashem's candle. Now, Adam doesn't only mean Adam the first, Adam means every human being. Every Yid, which is referred to as Adam in the Talmud, is compared to a candle. Why? Not necessarily the, the wax of the candle, but the flame in the candle, because the flame is always flickering upwards. Why does a flame flicker upwards? Because a fire's flame is naturally inclined to detach itself from the wick so that it can connect to its root above in the core element of fire, which is in the skies. Everything else in this world, like earth, air, etc., since rest is the natural state of the terrestrial matter, earth, air, and water tend to go gravity and go down. But the natural resting place of elementary fire is in the heavens. So that's why a flame tends to flicker, as it says in the classic book of Eitz Chaim, a Kabbalistic text. Now, even though the flame, were it to leave its wick, the flame would be extinguished and would cease to shine at all down here, and even above, once reabsorbed in its source, in its core element of fire, the identity of the flame's light would dissolve into its source. There's no longer a identity of this flame, it's nothing, Nevertheless, this is what the flame is naturally inclined to do. So too the neshama of a person. Even the lower levels of the soul, ruach and nefesh, they desire naturally, it's in other words, it's innate, to be separated from the body and leave it. And here you come to an interesting point, the difference between the godly soul and the animal soul. One of the fundamental differences is the animal soul wants to survive. The godly soul wants to leave the body. It wants to cleave with Hashem. And that's why we all live with this incredible tension. One is trying to pull us down, one's trying to help us ascend. Now, obviously, the goal is not to listen to the, the godly soul and fly out of the body, but rather channel its energy within the body. But their agendas are very different. Even though by departing the body and being reabsorbed in the soul, the soul would become null and void and lose its identity and nothing would be left. Nevertheless, that is what it's naturally drawn, drawn to. It's illogical. doesn't make any sense. Why would somebody want to cease to exist? The definition of life, the way we as human beings see it, is existence. Right? We're all trying to live longer. We're all trying to fight for another day. We're all trying to defy death. Versus the godly soul that wants to transcend life and just become one with God. Why it wants that is against the animal soul's logic. It's a different level of logic. It's transcending logic. Now, this root of love is, as we spoke about in the last chapter, is the level of Chachma.
what did we say? Chachma is the level of humility. And everything in the side of holiness comes from humility. He says this is a principle. Klal, it's a principle. In holiness, it's all about self-extinguishing. It's about self-nullification, self-absorption in something bigger than us. Bittel. Versus the animal soul, that its agenda is existence. So if it comes from the godly soul, it has to be bittel, which is, it's not about me. Which is the exact opposite of the, the animal soul, which it's all about me. I want to survive. And that's why Chachma is the defining characteristic of the side of Kedusha, the side of holiness. And it's a great principle, if you want to know if something's holy or not, which side it finds itself, just look. What's the agenda? Is the agenda about the individual? Or is the agenda transcending the individual? It's not about them. Because even idealistic people, it could be about them. They want to be a hero. That's still not Kedusha. Holiness is, it's not about me. Now this level of Chachma is not always activated in every one of us. Sometimes it goes to sleep and the animal soul kind of gets activated and we're, we're self-serving. But then there'll be, even at the person who maybe their Chachma is the most hidden, there'll be moments where it's fully actualized and activated. If somebody's, let's say, threatened, you know, convert to a different religion or die, suddenly the neshama will burst forth. This absolute self-nullification, it's not about me, will burst forth. And unfortunately, Jewish history is full of such examples of people who didn't necessarily live as a Jew. But when push came to shove, at that moment, the Chachma was activated, their self-absorption within Hashem, and they made the right call, because it was ultimately not about them. And you see it even today, Jews who maybe don't necessarily feel close to observance, but there'll be certain triggers for them, certain mitzvot, certain moments, that they'll never cross that boundary, because I'm a Jew, and I cannot go beyond that. And at that moment, they break through every limit that they might have, every blockage to their core soul, and they will literally give their life or Sometimes what's even better, a higher level, is not necessarily killing themselves, but choosing to then live Al-Kiddush Hashem. And this is the love that each and every one of us has. Now finally, we ask the fourth question, how does awe get into this? You see, because just because you love Hashem does not necessarily mean you're willing to die for Him. The decision to die rather than transgress a cardinal prohibition of the Torah is mo- motivated by reverence. The thought that such a thought that such an act would disconnect us from Hashem. So this is a yira which is inculcated. It's contained within love. You love Hashem so much due to your awakened chachma that you cannot bear to do anything that would compromise your connection to Hashem at all.